0: how are you thanks so much for joining us here on how to sell a home for the highest price i'm dave johnson a realtor in reno nevada right next to beautiful lake tahoe if you've never been you definitely need to come check it out but uh, nobody's traveling these days because a global pandemic and that's what we're talking about this week is how to sell your house despite COVID times Thank you. Thank you. Thank Jackie. Thank you so much. Oh, (laughs) sorry. I just realized that uh, doing a podcast with your mask on, not a good idea. Oh, just kidding. It's COVID times. It's craziness. And when will 2020 end? Oh boy, what a year it has been. The only good thing that has happened so far in 2020, in my opinion is that the uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, won the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I'm a lifelong fan, and that was one bright spot. And then it just went to crap the rest of the year. With COVID, with uh, all of the uh, other craziness going on in the news, with now COVID coming back, Not that I ever left, but you know what I mean. It's just been insane. So we now know much more when it comes to selling your home with the pandemic going on. So we're able to kind of give you a little bit more detail when it comes to selling your house in the middle of a pandemic. Because it is going on. It is happening and people are buying homes uh, in in spite of uh, the lockdown orders and, uh, you know, COVID spreading and all that jazz. So we're going to tell you about uh, 10 different things to keep in mind that can help you sell your home during COVID. And one thing uh, we'll start with uh, before I even get started, and this, this is something that I've mentioned before. Oh, before I get to anything, I'm sorry, uh, mind scatter here. Uh, if you hear craziness going on behind me, the next door neighbors have a crew of about eight people removing three trees about 10 feet from where my microphone is. So you're going to hear chainsaws. You're going to hear dudes being like, oh, yes, it's not the treat. uh, you're going to hear that kind of stuff. So sorry, not there's one, uh, but not a lot I can do. I don't know if you can hear them, but I definitely can. Uh, but anyway, uh, sorry about that, but can't really tell the chainsaw guys to uh, stop for my silliness, so the silliness must go on. So here we go. Uh, but uh, what I was getting to first is that I've mentioned this before when it comes to selling your home, and that is, vacant homes are harder to sell. And uh, you know, tip number one from this list is. That's usually true, but not in COVID times. And you have to think about it from a buyer's perspective. Let's say you have a family of four and you're out looking to buy a home. If you've got a tour of, uh, you know, you wanna go see three homes, well, there are a lot of sellers right now that are re- rejecting appointments from prospective buyers unless they have a pre-qual letter from the lender saying, oh, yeah, they're pre-qualified, they can come in, whatever. Uh, or they just don't feel comfortable. Like, I've had sellers who have uh, immunocompromised uh, members of the family, and they don't want people in their house if they can avoid it, even though they're selling. Like, they understand like people need to look at the house, but they want to keep them down to a minimum. So vacant is actually not a bad thing right now. Vacant homes are being shown. Vacant homes feel safer for the buyer. And it's just safer in general when you don't have that potential, you know, cross-contamination of humans, you know, crossing paths or even, you know, surface surfaces not being clean, that kind of thing. So, the number one thing is vacant. If you uh, are able to move out of your house, that is not necessarily a bad thing. It could be a good thing in COVID times and that's something to consider if you are able to. Now, obviously, not everybody's able to do that and carry potentially two mortgages and all that jazz, but uh, if you can, not a bad idea. And one step further, one thing that's even better if you can, and it's another if you can, leave a little bit of furniture. And I'm talking bare minimums if you can. Like I'm talking like a couch, a coffee table, a, a dining room table, A a bed in the master, a bed in one of the other rooms. That's it. That kind of thing. That way it gives people an idea of how one could live here. So if you have a desk that could go in a loft or a den or wherever makes sense in your home, do that if possible. It's not always possible. Totally get that. But if possible, go vacant and uh, light staging if you can. Again, if you can. Let's move on to the showings because in COVID times it's very difficult, so be as accommodating as you can. Uh, you'll want to not only approve as many showings as you can and as you're comfortable with in the middle of this pandemic, but also you'll want to provide you know masks, hand sanitizer, booties. It all depends on how sensitive you feel to the pandemic and what makes you comfortable and uncomfortable. But, and by the way, you don't need to provide that. Your realtor should be providing that. So make sure you talk with your realtor and you say, "Hey, uh, just to make sure uh, with showings, uh, can we make sure we have you know masks available if the people don't have them? make sure they have hand sanitizer, make sure we get some booties? And you probably need to make sure they sign a waiver that says they understand that this is all going on. And one other thing I should uh, tell you is I would I would personally suggest no children be allowed in the home. We nobody wants to get a child sick and that certainly could be the case, but even worse, I have two kids, I get it. The kids touch everything and even even if you watch them Constantly, They're still going to try to touch everything. That's just what they do. And it's a new house is a new environment for them to touch and experiment with everything. So if I were you selling your house, make sure you communicate no kids allowed. Very, very important. So just I personally at this point in the middle of uh, COVID, in the middle of summer 2020, I am personally limiting it to two people. And their agent, so three adults total. That is the maximum that can come into one of my listings. It's just uh, how it how it works right now. And I would make sure that your realtor, as I just mentioned, uh, make sure they sign a release that basically explains you understand we're in the middle of a pandemic. You understand, please don't touch anything. Uh, you understand, wear a mask, wash your hands, wear booties, all that jazz take all precautions basically. so I would make sure that your realtor has a release. I would make I would personally have your realtors uh, have everyone who looks at the home sign that release. I just had uh, a home with 21 showings in one day and everybody had to sign the release. everybody had to wait their turn. Uh, it's a different process now with COVID. It really is, but it can be done. After we had the 21 showings, we had three offers, and boom, we have a deal. So it can be done. It's There are some hoops to jump through. You'll probably want to avoid overlapping showings if possible. I have personally shown a home to some buyer clients of mine recently, and there, there was another uh, family in the home, and the agent kind of came up to me at the front door when he saw me coming in, and he was like, kind of looking like uh, what are you doing here why are you here how can i help you and i was like um yeah i'm a realtor and i'm here to look at the house and he's like oh okay uh well my clients are downstairs right now and i go okay then how about we go upstairs and he's like okay but he acted so weird about it and it's like as long as we're not in the same airspace, we're social distance. we're fine. Use common sense. And that's hopefully what you can do when uh, people are in your home potentially uh, looking to buy your home. So provide cleaning materials. Again, you don't have to. That's something your realtor should be providing when it comes to masks, hand sanitizers, booties, uh, booty, not booties, uh, booties. But uh, also, one other thing regarding that kind of stuff is you want to make sure there is signage in your home as well. We have some signage that my brokerage uh, put together, uh, several little postcard, like placard type things that can sit, uh, you basically fold them in half and then they sit and you can see, you know, it reminds you wear masks. Uh, if you've been sick lately, or if you've been exposed to COVID, or know anyone who has, you know, come into contact, all that stuff, all the disclaimer type stuff, just get out of the house, do not come to this house, stay away, that kind of thing. So you want to have that signage available for people uh, potentially touring your home to make sure that uh, everybody's taking proper precautions, because it's uh, hugely important. So as I said, The cleaning supply is important. Also limiting the number of guests because you don't want, you know, a family of six coming through there with uh, three little monsters running around and, you know, two adults and the mother-in-law. And it's just like, it's chaos and everybody's touching everything. That's a lot of people to also attempt to keep socially distant. So I personally would limit it to, some people are even limiting it to one person and the agent. So sometimes if it's a husband and wife, the agent will have to take them separately through the home. Or the realtor can wait outside. That's not ideal because then you have the potential of theft. Uh, But if it is a vacant home, that's certainly an option. But vacant homes, nobody really cares uh, as far as the number of people because it's vacant. But, uh, But there are some times where a married couple will have to be escorted in separately with the realtor while the wife waits outside or the husband waits outside for their turn to go in with the realtor. So... It's definitely a a totally changed environment when it comes to selling a home in the middle of this pandemic, but it can be done, and it's certainly being done. Uh, We're seeing a busy market where I live here in Reno, Nevada, and it doesn't look like it's going to be slowing down anytime soon, that's for sure. But uh, as I've said in previous podcasts, and it definitely rings true anytime you're selling a home, but especially in COVID times, I'm going to go back to professional photography. It is so important in the digital age. And guess what? We're here. We're in the digital age. But it is even more important in the pandemic digital age because so many people are looking for homes online. And if you have those silly photos from a cell phone uh, and you see the realtor in the bathroom mirror and it's just terribly done, you you can take some amazing photos with an iPhone. But guess what? The professionals with the professional cameras can do it 10 times better. And it makes a difference when you're looking online. It will get you a better deal. It will get you more showings. It will get you more money. So make sure your realtor is taking professional photos. And I would just ask them, yeah, do you you know take iPhone photos of the home or how do you handle that? Leave it open ended don't say, do you hire a professional photographer because they may not in their past uh, but you need to make sure they do for you even if they don't in the past I guess just make sure they do it for your home because that is hugely important uh, all the time but it's especially important in the middle of this pandemic as more and more people are really really taking a good hard look at homes online and that also takes me to the next thing make sure your realtor is doing a video tour make sure you've got a 3d tour if it's applicable uh some people like the floor plan thing uh kind of doing a map of the floor plan they look kind of weird and creepy to me i don't really get them it's not for me but uh, the, some of the 3D tours are amazing. And if you haven't seen those, that's the one, and you maybe have when I describe it like this, it's the ones where there's you kind of click, and you can kind of choose right or left or straight, and you can click, and if you see dots on the floor, that's you can click to that direction. So you can go down the stairs by clicking the dot and all that jazz. That's kind of the 3D tour that uh, they're pretty amazing what they can do. So... Ask your realtor about those. Uh, Not only a video tour, a 3D tour, possible floor plan if you'd like, but those resources are so important all the time, honestly, but especially in COVID uh, because fewer people are in-person are able to go in person to look at homes. So you can often sell your house. If you have the right materials online, it can give people a realistic idea of what it is like inside your home. You can sell it without them ever walking in there. Many, many contracts right now are being done with uh site unseen. And there's usually a disclaimer that's saying, you know, upon inspection of client and they'll come in, you know, especially if they're out of town, they'll come in on a weekend or something and take a quick look and be like, okay, cool, we're good. So you definitely need all of those digital resources of professional photography, the video tours by your realtor that can be hosted or unhosted. In other words, you know, like the realtor doesn't have to be in front of the camera saying, this is the kitchen. These are hardwood floors. Here's a sink, that kind of thing. You don't need that necessarily, but if they're good on camera, you'll want them to kind of navigate you through the house because they can kind of point out what they know buyers will be looking for, and the updates the home has had, and all that jazz. So make sure you have those digital uh, assets for your listing because, man, so many websites are near crashing with the number of people looking at them during the pandemic and uh, really hoping to buy a home often without even walking in there. So we've talked about limiting the guests. We've talked about the cleaning supplies. We've talked about the digital stuff. We've talked about being accommodating. And I haven't really talked about this, but talk to your realtor about virtual open houses and virtual showings. That's something I've recently had to do is, especially for out-of-town clients, but even now with the pandemic, I my sellers recently, uh, I offered this up uh, with the possibility of me giving a video tour to, a buyer client on FaceTime or Zoom or Skype or whatever they want, doesn't matter, but give them a video tour. They can ask questions while I walk them through the home. But that way, the sellers know that I'm the only one in their home. It's one person. It's one potential exposure. And that's it. That limits it big time for many sellers. So That's something you may want to consider is a virtual showing or showings and a virtual open house. And a virtual open house is basically like, you know, promoted as a regular open house when it comes to, you know, all of the social media outlets. You're going to say virtual open house Saturday from 2 to 4, whatever it is, and then you're just available online to walk people through Nobody's coming in the door physically, but you are walking them through as they sign on and off your Facebook Live or whatever, however you decide to do it. But uh, you want to talk to your agent about potentially doing virtual showings, if you'd like, or hosting uh, one or two virtual open houses. That's becoming more and more popular with the pandemic uh, continuing, so that's something to consider. Uh, another important aspect when selling in the middle of COVID times is if you do happen to get into contract, be aware there could be closing delays. So if you, you know, have like a 30 or 45 day close scheduled, there are quite a few delays that we're seeing just because there are some uh, appraiser delays. It's harder to get inspections scheduled, every and uh, and in person signings at title companies also delayed or digital that can slow things down so just be aware that uh, closing delays are happening in the middle of covid and it's something to be aware of uh, just as all of this goes down so keep that in mind another tip uh, when it comes to selling your home in the middle of the pandemic is sprucing up that curb appeal it is so important because And I think buyers can really understand this a little bit better, not necessarily sellers. But if you're potentially buying a home and you live in that area, you've probably had some creepers drive by your house to give it a look from the curb. They take a look at the neighborhood. They take a look at your house and they within three seconds decide if they like the house or don't like the house just from the curb appeal. So it's just, you don't have to get into crazy detail when it comes to curb appeal. And what I mean by that is you don't need to go, you know, de-weed a crack in your driveway. Uh, That's pretty detailed and also important when it comes to showings of your home. But if you're really trying to spruce up the curb appeal, just trim the bushes. Uh, Maybe do some light landscaping. Do anything you can and think of it as enhancing your drive-by curb appeal, if that makes sense. So you're not you you definitely, and I'm going to do a future episode on curb appeal, and we'll get more into the things you can do to really spruce up your, especially front yard for the curb appeal. But I'm talking drive-by curb appeal at this point. So spruce up what you can, trim the hedges, mow the lawn. Uh, put in rocks, take out rocks, landscape, whatever, whatever. It's very hard to kind of talk about curb appeal because it totally depends on your region, uh, what you've got in your yard currently, and all that jazz. So think about that. Do some curb appeal. And the next tip is consider a pre-inspection. And that's not only a safety thing. It's also a comfortable... uh, It's a way for buyers to become more comfortable and I I think I've talked about pre-inspections before, but a pre-inspection is so, yeah, I know I have actually, but pre-inspections are so important because you get an idea as the seller of what issues your home has. You don't take it personally because some buyer gave you a report and you think, oh, I don't like these people. They found this, this, and this. This is your guy. You hired them. So it's important to not only figure out what issues your home has and potentially fix them ahead of time, And be able to communicate that to potential buyers. It's a win-win for everybody. But also you can schedule that at your leisure. When you know maybe you won't be home for two or three hours. But you can let them in and lock up when they leave or whatever. But it's it's just another way to stay safe in COVID times and schedule that inspector yourself. And it's a great incentive for potential buyers who need to get an inspection. But if you've got a current inspection report that you've paid for, for most likely they're going to take that and say, okay, I don't need to hire an inspector. That's going to save me three, four, $500. I'm good to go. And here's what needs to be you know, addressed. So that's something to definitely consider not only for safety, but also to make uh, your house a little more appealing when it comes to selling. And when it comes to selling your house, one thing you should be aware of that I think a lot of people, a lot of sellers may not realize is if you're expecting you know, craziness when it comes to your house going on the market and so many people interested in buying and uh, tons of showings set up and all that, it's actually a little bit different. And I know I I just talked about the house I had with 21 showings in one day. That was a unique situation because, number one, we went on the market on a Wednesday, but we couldn't allow showings until Sunday. So we had several days of just putting off realtors and say, Sunday is the first day, and it worked like a charm when it comes to creating demand. But the bigger factor was the house was about $15,000 to $20,000 underpriced because my clients need to move ASAP. So it created like this feeding frenzy of realtors just going crazy. That's not the typical situation, only because there are just fewer people out physically looking at homes, but the ones that are, they are much more qualified to actually buy. So it's basically weeded out the people who are kind of just out there looking. They're kind of taking I mean we get a ton of people at open houses especially during non-covid times who honestly aren't in the market at all for a house they're just looking for design ideas or layout ideas or they just want to see the neighbor's house that kind of thing uh so it's really gotten rid of that riffraff where people in the middle of the pandemic are not doing that nearly as much so you're going to one thing you should expect as a seller is to expect fewer people out and about looking at your home physically but be prepared because the people that are actually coming to look at your home, they are usually much more serious when it comes to potentially buying your house. And they're way more qualified than in a typical situation outside of a pandemic. So hopefully these tips have helped. Hopefully you've enjoyed the chainsaws that are right outside my window. They're uh taking out some di- giant trees. But the good news is, Uh, My house actually looks onto uh, downtown Reno, and the trees being gone are actually going to help our view. So I am excited and happy that these... uh Fellas are over here with their chainsaws knocking everything down. So it's uh, pretty cool. So sorry you had to deal with some Uh, during the uh, podcast, but hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you have any questions, certainly let me know. I'd love to help out. Uh, You can reach me online. I'm all over the place. Dave Johnson, Sierra Sotheby's, International Realty. You can find me. Uh, But uh, hopefully, you know, if you do plan on selling, follow some of these tips especially this year especially during this pandemic and you know probably into 2021 we're not gonna you know get out of this anytime soon and we're gonna be in the middle of mask world and waiting for a vaccine that is safe and then maybe we can get back to whatever normal will now look like knows what that will be but thanks for so much for listening and we hope to see you next time on how to sell a home for the highest price Look for new episodes of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price every Monday and click subscribe so they'll show up for you automatically and get on the right track to saving yourself a load of cash by making the right moves when you're ready to sell. And if you need help finding a quality real estate agent in your area, just contact Dave at www.justplainedave.com.